Welcome back to another message of biblical inspiration, motivation, and teaching from the Word of God. If this is your first time joining the MANA community, we encourage you to subscribe. Let us know that you're here and how God has blessed you today. Gun violence, racial inequality, genocide, world hunger, human rights, air pollution. There are many unnecessary activities that choke you and I up in the reality of this darkening world all around us. But, but, as a believer, it is always your and my duty to be conscious of this darkness and know that we carry the solution. You and I, we, are the light of this dark world. And in this message, I'm not only going to tell you why you are, but also how to be the brightest light. And before I'm done, we'll pray three specific prayers to the Lord that will allow our light to shine for all to see. The world has actually become harder to dissect into what is light and what is darkness. Here's an example of what I mean. Let's start with social media. You, as a believer, are friends with the whole world of people from different ethnicities and religious beliefs. And there's this global village phenomenon of the internet and TV that has tried to erase every form of demarcation between the inhabitants of the world, not always being a bad thing. However, there are also negative effects to all these things which you and I can somehow be disillusioned into. You and I can easily get carried away with this new idea of oneness, fighting for the same needs as everyone else, things like human rights and government and so on. The thing is, while most of these efforts are directed toward good intentions, are you still able to separate your fight of faith from the other fights that are in the world? What I'm talking about is this. While you're fighting for human rights alongside unbelievers, do you also remember to fight for their right to join you in heaven after all has been said and done? Or is accomplishing their earthly human rights campaign enough for you both? As a believer, fighting for the rights of the oppressed is the right thing to do. It's exactly right. But if it's the only fight you're involved in, that's a problem. You are the light of the world in whatever situation you come into, no matter the cause. Being a believer is great, but understand something. You and I were not called to come into comfort and relax and just wait for the great trumpeter to sound his music and off you and I go to heaven, bye-bye earth, see ya. No, that's the wrong idea. And Paul backs it up in the New Testament. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This aligns perfectly with what Jesus said about you and I being the light of the world, and that a city set upon a hill cannot be hidden. Remember when Jesus asked if it would be proper to go through the effort and stress of lighting a lamp only for it to be kept under a table? Many in our generation may not understand what it means to light an oil lamp, but I'm telling you right now, it takes a lot of effort to light a lamp. 
And not only the effort, but the intention of lighting a lamp is to benefit from the light that it gives. So what sense does it make to light a lamp if you're just going to let it go to waste? It might as well not be lit at all. This is what I'm talking about. This is the sad reality many of our brothers and sisters struggle with today. You and I have become too accommodating to the world that we believe any time we try to stand out will offend our friends or colleagues, and we'd rather remain that cool Christian they love than to become the condemning Christian. You've been there, haven't you? I know I have. The idea of salvation in Jesus isn't that we're perfect and infallible. In fact, they're all 100% correct when they say nobody is perfect. But the problem is the next step you take after that statement. When a wise person understands there's no righteousness in man, they quickly turn to heaven above. This is a true believer the person that understands their inadequacies and doesn't go about life hanging on the slogan, nobody is perfect, but in the light of that information, runs to Jesus for his righteousness so that they may be accepted by God. This is the difference between you and I and everyone else. They do not run to God for mercy when they sin. They do not run to God for forgiveness. They do not run to God for help in times of trouble. They do not run to God. So don't feel bad when they accuse you of trying to be perfect. Agree with them that no man is perfect, but you and I know in our hearts we could live better lives if we submit our lives to God for his help and tender mercy. You have to speak up as a believer. Don't just go with the flow and follow what everyone else is doing. You are light, so shine on the dark. You're not a people pleaser, you're the light. You're not an accommodator, a silent vessel, a look the other way type person. You are light. Being the light does not come with a shield that guards you from slander and insults. In fact, consider it all joy to face the shame and pain that Jesus went through as well. I'll say it again, consider it all joy. Today it's time to wake up. Thinking you're only called to live a quiet and peaceful life that will not disturb anybody and keep everyone happy. When the light shines, darkness isn't happy about it and will forever contend with it. But you and I know that when our light shines in darkness, darkness has never won and never will. Glory to God. Children of God, now let us pray. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 and 16 say, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Lord, help me shine the light that is in me. I am the light of the world, and the light does not, has never, and will never cower in the presence of darkness. So I shine bright without apologies to the devil and the kingdom of darkness 
and all their schemes to keep people blinded in sin and unrighteousness. I will shine as bright as I have been made to, and by the consequence of this brightness will men come to know you and give you glory. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I have been made with a purpose in the mind of God, and this purpose will be fulfilled in my life. I am God's workmanship, and I have received the privilege of being created for the good works of salvation and righteousness that the Father had in mind for me. Lord, give me the strength to walk in them and bring glory to your holy name by the way I walk and conduct my activities in Jesus' name. And finally, saints, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 through 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Lord, help me obey this command that you have given. Help me know that it is for the love of the lost that I should do this, that we should do this. Just as Jesus came all for love and died for me, died for us. Help me give up intellect, money, status, and every other benefit I may enjoy, just that even a single soul may be saved and escaped from eternal damnation. Help me to bring men to your kingdom, Lord, as you have also brought me, brought us into your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.